Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I'm going to challenge you to go to a poetry event. Okay, now if you're a small town girl like I was in the past and didn't have a lot of opportunities, yes, I'm telling you to find a place closest to you. Maybe you'll have to drive, or you could have a YouTube event in your very own house (laughs) and have a poetry party. Okay, so you've got many options, so don't say, okay, you just got to cop out. You can watch a video. No, no, no. This challenge is meant for you, if you can, to actually experience the energy of a poetry event. All right, so I'm going to tell you, you know, the why, and I'm going to also, you know, tell you where this idea came from for me to even talk about this. So why should you attend a poetry event? Well, one you get to sit in an audience or maybe be up on that stage yourself and just hear the way that words are crafted and it's just amazing to hear the different tones and the vibes and the way that it flows and people's like their presentation of poetry you know with me because I was from a small town, I love Robert Frost. Okay? Well, I love a lot of poets, but I do love Robert Frost. And I will admit that once, you know, I heard Robert Frost read his original poem, one of my favorites, I was like, oh, wow, I never would have read it that way. He he put spaces where I wouldn't have put pauses and it kind of changed it up a little bit for me. And I was impressed. And I was like, you know, listening to poets read aloud their own work, there's just something magical about that. And so, yeah, there's a lot of recordings of poets on YouTube reading their own. Because when I would read, you know, I might not emphasize a certain word, whereas that poet knows exactly where they meant for emphasis to lie. So when you're listening to the original poet read it's just amazing. I think they even have, um, they have some old recordings too. Like I was looking up some classic poetry, um, just some well-known names. And guys, I could just make a list of them. But actually hearing the authors read their work is really profound for me. And I would then challenge you to do the same. If you've got a poem read it, record it, do a Facebook Live, do a YouTube video of you reading one of your poems. Um, That's where uh, I'm going to do things like that on Patreon. When I receive Patreon supporters, like some of my behind the scenes, I'm going to save a lot of my poetry reading, uh, my songs, um, and the stories behind them for 
my circle on Patreon. You could do that too. But I just want you to consider it. So those are my reasons why. Now I'm going to tell you where this has been inspired from. So I work at a large high school in Raleigh. And I am so blessed to be around a community of young adults who love story. They are published authors, published poets at my school. I am so inspired by these teenagers. Like, you just do not understand the brilliance <laughs> in today's youth and the boldness that they have. So, we came up with an idea for two creative writing classes to challenge each other like a battle of wits, so to speak, in poetry. And we were going to slam each other. And it was two wonderful teachers that we had on campus. And that's how it started the first year. We had the poetry slam between those two creative writing courses. So it was almost like a PBL in action. And we invited staff and faculty. I mean, we invited faculty. We invited students to attend. And we had judges. And it was really cool, y'all. Trust me. Well, then we decided, if this was such a hit, let's do a faculty slam. Now, this took a lot more convincing because some of our faculty are shy. And they necessarily like, uh, this isn't for me. But you know what? I'm going to just... Uh, go and support you and then there were other faculty members that are extremely extroverted they're always you know in the things and and so involved and of course they're up there on the stage laughing and not making much sense but everyone cheering for them anyway and I realized that having a poetry event truly is a way to celebrate literacy to celebrate words and we have so much talent that the students get to see the talent in many voices and many faces. And diversity is huge at my school. We have over 53 languages spoken. So just imagine, you know, it's just, it's wonderful. All right, so the next year when we did it, we decided that we were going to open it up. And not only were we going to have the faculty slam, but instead of having the two creative writing classes slam each other, we were going to have open mic and we were going to allow students to come in, read originals and go through a bracket system for a competition. This way, we could get many students that might not have creative writing that semester. This opened it up to the whole school. I was so proud, and I was not a judge, people, because I can't, I'm serious, everybody be a winner, everybody. Like, that's really hard for me. I mean, don't tell anybody, but it's really hard for me to follow, even when I have a rubric, <laughs> um, because I'm just so proud of anyone that has that courage and takes those risks like that, especially um, the students that I know that are shy, and then they're breaking forward. Um, yeah, it's hard for me. So I have to get outside people, people in the community that they don't know. Well, two of my students last year, and I teach ninth grade, and they were up against battling kids in the theater department, kids that are seniors that have been doing spoken word and mixing their own beats for a long time, and rappers. And here goes my two students, my little ninth graders, as shy as they can be, and they made it to that stage. 
and they were very good friends, which was precious to me when I saw how excited they were that they actually tied for second place <laughs> for the big event. So last year we had the competition when the faculty slam went then the young adults would go in the intermission pieces when the faculty would be composing their works whatever you know like he would read out the word i don't know tree along the interstate or something and then the faculty would have to write a poem about that it was all random nobody knew what the topics were prior to the event and my host was my mc was the only one that knew and he was the creative writing teacher from the year before and he's much loved and respected so the faculty would pause and do their work while the students would get up and read theirs and i can still remember one of my girls that won second place her poem was so good it was about babysitting and the you know the trials and challenges of babysitting and it was just so authentic and such a great storyteller up there on that stage and her family came and her um, uncles came and his friend came and it was just you know just such love so now I'm planning for my spring events again, and I know that I'm going to get ready to challenge my faculty. I'm getting ready to challenge my students, students across the school, for the Poetry Slam and the poetry events. And it's something that I look forward to every year. And then I went to a poetry reading and he's been published in the New York Times. He has his own um, poetry books. He's a North Carolina poet. And when I went to a local library to um, see a poetry competition, I got to hear um, Ty Day, you know, read some of his work. And it's just that, it was like jazz standing up. Just, I don't, it's just so cool to me. You know, I want to just snap, snap, you know. <laughs> and if you've never written poetry before, I challenge you to say today is your day. Because we're all poets and we didn't know it. we all poets. I don't care. You can talk to me all day long and say I am not a poet. Um, I'm going to say you are a battler of words. You are a creative whale. And when you say I can't write poetry of course you won't but today is the day that you say i'm gonna research i'm gonna write i'm gonna connect i'm gonna pray and i'm gonna be bold and courageous and i'm gonna put a piece of poetry out there so let's say there's not a poetry event in your area okay first of all why have they salted the roads am i missing something here i'm on my way to church and it looks like they've salted the roads Hmm, I must figure this out. I'm gonna go look at what's going on with the weather. Um, okay, I'm sorry, I sidetracked. So, that's what you get for following me with this podcast. <laughs> okay, so where was I? So, I'm challenging you to write your poetry, and if you do not have a local poetry event, let's say you don't have one of those really cool coffee shops that you see on TV where people have open mic nights, 
Now, if you have one of those, just go to it just one time. Just mark it on your calendar, search online, see where there is a place that has open mics, see if there's an actual poetry um, reading in the library. Local bookstores also have those. Um, they'll um, feature poets. So really do some research and see if you can find an event for 2019 or whatever year it is that you've picked up the podcast. I say go out and try to be in one, sit in one, whether you're going to present or not, just be there and get that vibe and that energy because it's electric. It is just the coolest thing. I, I really encourage you to go to at least one in your lifetime. So let this year be it. And if you can't, if you honestly cannot find any place, and I completely understand, because y'all, I'm from Max, and we didn't have this kind of stuff back where I'm from. And I didn't have, you know, the time or the money to be gassing all around trying to find stuff to do. I'm very lucky now that I live near Raleigh. But, so let's say you're a Maxton person, and you're saying, gosh, but I would really think that's cool. You can always watch YouTube. Go and listen to some poetry first from some of your favorite poets. Or maybe if you don't even know what your favorite poetry could be, then it's time for you to switch through and just do some random top poetry readings from original poets. And just watch some different ones. Make yourself a playlist of ones that you like. That way you can share them out on Twitter. You can share them out with people on Instagram. You can copy and paste your link on LinkedIn and say, guys, this is the coolest poetry playlist. You know, we need to do that. I don't have a poetry playlist on YouTube. I have a song of the day on my Everyday Mom Challenge YouTube, but I don't have a poetry section. And I think that's something that I'm going to challenge myself to do because when I found some really good um, poetry readings, I didn't save them, and I should have, because I could have shared them with my students at school, and I could have shared them with you. So from this day forward, I'm going to be making my own YouTube playlist. And then, let's say you want to have a family challenge, or a friend challenge, or let's say you're trying to think of something for date night, and you want to be creative. Valentine's Day is coming up. Or let's say you have a writing group. Do a poetry challenge where you have to make short videos and submit them on a Facebook feed. Do all kinds of creative things with this idea. So for date night, write a poem, even if you feel like you're not a poet. Write a poem for someone that you love. It could be a friend. It could be a silly poem to a coworker, just saying thanks for putting up with me in the office. <laughs> and it would be a poem that only they would know. And they would think it would be so endearing, probably, and laugh. It doesn't have to rhyme. You know, free verse is out there, people. And I prefer, honestly, free verse. Um, write them a song. You say, hey, you know, I'm not going to be the one singing this song, but this is a song for you. So I challenge you, you've got plenty of time. Valentine's Day is a couple of weeks away. Um, now, if you've missed it, just have a love day. Just have a poetry day. You know, light you some candles, pour some wine, sit around and read poetry together. You know, you might be surprised of how much that can connect people. And even for people who don't necessarily navigate towards poetry. 
have a poetry contest in your house do a poetry slam put different topics on slips of paper put them in a mason jar pull them out and then they have to write on the spot and if you want to record it record it for a future black male when their girlfriends or boyfriends show up at your house if you're doing this with your kids <laughs> it would be such a great thing to do all around so i hope that you uh, share out this podcast share out this challenge with everyone you know guys seriously i can't tell you enough how much i'm blessed to have you all with me following me on these daily adventures it's all about not just my writing life or or what's happening with me with my business or you know me with the now the etsy shop and you're getting to experience all of my book promoting and all of that in real time it's a way for me to say hey guys your voice is important let's make this writing fun let's make this where it's not you know i call them a challenge but where it's not impossible where we can balance our life make no excuses about it and go after our dreams so I hope that you see me, you know, busy mom, on the go, full-time job, homeschool mom, you know, managing the business, writing, promoting, doing everything that I'm doing. And I hope that you say, you know what, you know, let me start my short-term planning. Let me do this challenge. It will be so much fun. And I'm still working on my writing. I'm still, you know, learning, composing, researching, seeing how words are put together in unique ways. Poetry will do it for you like nothing else. Trust me, trust me. Descriptions in poetry, word use in poetry, author's tone, author's message. How do you write a theme in a whole novel? How do you write a theme in a poem? Every poem has one. You know, really just breaking that up. It could be really great research for you. And then, like I told you the other day, put a poem an original poem for your for your characters in your own book or use it as supplement material that you would offer to some of your fans exclusive content write a song write poems that go along with that so good luck guys i'd love for you to email me on jenlowrywrites at gmail.com and tell me how your challenge went did you go to an open mic? Did you have a contest with a group or a family or friends? Did you write a poem for someone and give it to them as a gift? You don't have to wait till Valentine's Day. There's no better day like the present. Did you research? Did you find a really good poem online that you want to share with me? So that way I can add it to my playlist that I'm going to start developing. So email me. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to leave me a voice message and you want to read a poem on the podcast, I can go through those and consider one for the podcast. So you could be featured right here with me. If you want to be interviewed, if you're a poet out there, we would love to have a poet. Haven't had a poet yet that I've interviewed, and that would just make my day. So I'm taking um, late February, uh, March dates for uh, interviews. So if you guys want to do that for 2019, be bold. Get on here and read some poetry with us, with the fans, with everybody that's following. And guys, we've got over 6,000 today that are following the podcast. Yes, we've hit another milestone. And that's why I would like to email you for you guys to email me too. So for those of you who are emailing me, the first Jen Lowry writes at gmail.com that I get today 
on this Sunday, I don't even know what day it is, but it's like uh, maybe the 27th. It's anyway, it's on a Sunday. It is 10.58 in the morning. I'm about to go into church. So the first email that I get from one of you guys, you guys will get a copy of a gift of an ebook of anybody that I've interviewed so far on the podcast and I will give that to you or you can get happy renewal year signed by me and I will send it to you in the mail I'll send you a hardback copy of happy renewal year so you get to make your choice but if you don't want happy renewal year you want to check out Pooja's book and then there was Jesus. You want to check out Letting People Down. If you want to read with your kids, or you just like reading, if you're thinking about being a children's author, you got to get Eve Cully's book. If you want a children's book for character education, we've got Simmons Aqua book. And then you've got Note to Self by Daniel Talley. If you want a daily dose of Proverbs, the poor man's Proverbs. So you've got a lot of choices. So um, hook me up. Come on and email me and take the challenge. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.